Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ayi. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Love Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen. to clap your hands and celebrate Jesus I can't feel you clap your hands and celebrate Jesus hallelujah I'm excited to be here I don't know about you if you are connected tonight I want to assure you that God is coming to you right in your home and you will never be the same again your amen is very low If you say amen online, we can see it here. So say amen properly online. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, thank you in the name of Jesus. We ask that you you breathe upon your word in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we call upon you. What can we do without you? I pray that you breathe upon your word. Breathe upon your word, Father. Let, Let life follow your word. In the name of Jesus, give us understanding. We pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Enlighten our eye of understanding in the name of Jesus. Anything that is difficult to understand, make it easy for us tonight. In the name of Jesus, let any eye, any eye of the mind, any eye of the heart that has been closed, Father, let them be supernaturally opened tonight. In the name of Jesus, that when we hear your word, Father, faith will come alive and would walk in the power of the word. We thank you tonight. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for being with us here tonight. Thank you, the author of the scriptures. Thank you for being with us. And thank you that you would make good this word. We are grateful tonight in Jesus' precious name. Let me hear a believer say amen. And, and those of you online, I've been waiting for your amen. You should say amen properly. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Put your hands together. You may be seated on top of your enemies. Hallelujah. Well, tonight I've come to give you dinner. <laughs> Hallelujah. And um, I know that this delicious meal um, would do something to your stature. Um, you see, the, the food you eat affects the way you look. Some people don't grow well because they don't eat well. Even your height can be affected by what you eat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, so some people, instead of growing tall, they, they, they couldn't grow tall because they didn't eat well. Hallelujah. You didn't know that. There are, there, are, there, are, there are things to eat. When you eat well, you grow well. Hallelujah. That is why I believe that something would happen to your stature. Something will happen to your structure. Spiritually, in the name of Jesus. So, we are continuing on why you must be a soul winner. Okay, and um, you know the origin of this. 
our theme for the year is be as wise as serpent correct yes and um, Jesus said a year a year to be wise as serpent and harmless as doves that's our theme for the year and Jesus said to us that we should he's sending us as sheep in the midst of wolves and therefore in other words as a result of that we should be he's expecting that we will adopt we will adopt the the wisdom of the of the serpent so that as sheep we will survive in our environment hallelujah and um, we looked at the the wisdom of the of the serpent and one of the things we realize is that the serpent the serpent uses its mouth as one of the great weapons that it has one of the things that makes it fearful and if we will adopt the wisdom of the of the serpent it means that we must also use our mouth hallelujah you cannot be a believer whose mouth is continuously closed and expect to survive in a world of wolves it won't happen it never happens Jesus has given us a solution so you must learn to open your mouth use your mouth also as a weapon and when you use your mouth you can use your mouth to do confession to do so many other things but one of the things that you can also use your mouth to do is to preach the word of God hallelujah to preach God's word to share about salvation and I am giving you reasons why you must you must become a soul winner by sharing the word of God with others I'm giving you the reasons why you cannot keep quiet as a believer the reasons, reasons why you must be a soul winner. Hallelujah. Amen. And um, we have talked about a number of them. But tonight, I want us to look at this particular reason. Why you must be a soul winner. Why you must, we must, you must bother yourself to tell somebody about Jesus Christ. Why you must be willing to to invite somebody to pull somebody to church why you must be interested in the gentleman in your area why you must be interested in that lady in your area who dresses like a prostitute you must be I'm giving reasons why you must be interested in such a person the the the, the kubolo guy in your area yes why you must be interested why you must not turn your attention off them I'm giving you reasons, reasons why you must be concerned about the state of your father, the state of your mother, your brothers, the people you love. I'm, I'm giving you reasons why you cannot keep quiet, but share with them the word of God. Why? Why? Today, I'm sharing with you one of the reasons. And one of the reasons is that you must be a soul winner because God does not want anyone to perish in hell. <laughs> you must be a soul winner because God does not want anyone 
God does not want anyone. Please read my lips. I said that God does not want anyone to perish. You must be a soul winner. You must not keep quiet because God's will, God's purpose, God's plan, God's intention, God's vision, God's aim is that no one no one including you no one including your parents no one including your siblings no one including the friends your friends the people in your area no one it's God does not want anyone to perish in hell he doesn't want anyone to perish in hell 2nd Peter chapter 3 verse 9 2nd Peter chapter 3 and verse number Nine. Look at the scripture. It says that the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to us to us what? Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Today I am see, I'm talking to you about what the vision of God is your savior the one the one who saved you he has a vision there is something he's looking forward to there's something he wants to achieve his aim his aim is that is that not willing that any should perish yeah God does not get excited when a soul perishes his aim is that no one would perish. So as you move out there, anybody you sit in the trotro with, anybody you sit in the taxi with, I want you to know as, as, as long as that person is called a person or as long as the person has breath in him, I want you to understand that God's vision for that person sitting by you is that that person will not perish. Hallelujah. Yeah, that person must not perish. It is God's vision. It may not be your vision, but let me tell you, this is the vision of God. This is the vision of God. Not willing that any should perish. No one should perish. I don't care what that person has done against you. I don't care how wicked the person has been to you. The vision of God for that person is that that person should not perish. Should not perish. Hallelujah. And that must be your vision also. It must be your vision. Because it's the vision of your, your God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. All. Including your enemies. All. Including that wicked teacher. All. Including that wicked headmaster. Yeah, that you begged and begged to spare you. And because you haven't paid your school, he sacked you from school. And you meant him in your heart. Including that man. God's purpose for that man is that he should not perish. Shouldn't perish. I remember when I was in class four, I had a teacher. His name is, I don't know whether he's alive or is that, I don't know. Long time ago, but he looked elderly in the 80s. In the 80s, his name his name was Sokbojo. <laughs> Mr. Sokbojo. 
I have never met a teacher in my life who can lash like Sobojo, Mr. Sobojo. Anytime you see Sobojo coming, everybody is alert. If he's coming to your class, you must be correct. Because if you make a mistake and Sobojo gets you, or Sobojo is coming to beat you, my goodness, that is a bad day. <laughs> so everybody tried to avoid Sobojo. Hey. One day this teacher beat me. Eh? <laughs> I said to myself, <laughs> because of this teacher, I would become a teacher one day. And those who are not lucky who will be in my class. The pain that this man has afflicted on me, I would I would beat them mercilessly. Yes. The guy beat me, and I was hoping that one day his descendants will be in a class I am teaching. Ah, the man can beat. And you see, sometimes you think you are smart. So when we are coming to school, then we load. Do you know load? You know, up and down, we load. Yes. So when they say turn, then you turn, you turn like this. Yeah. Because you know what your 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 your, your foot is standing on. Then you turn like this. Then they'll give you pa 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 pa. As you are going, then somebody will call you. Come back. Come back. Because he can feel that, and when he hits you, the sound. Not, that thing is not touching your body so when he says come back and you come back now he will not, he will not hit your back or your bum he will go to your legs <laughs> I don't know whether they are playing football or they are playing scissor kick or I don't know what they are playing hallelujah so someone just changed my vision that look I will beat children. Eh? <laughs> Hallelujah. But you see, what I'm saying is that even though Sogbojo did that to me and we found him very wicked, still, the purpose of God for Sogbojo, because, you know, some people do things against you, eh? And it is your prayer that a car should run over them. Oh, am I the only one? Is it some people you can meet some wicked and reasonable people? And you are praying that a refuse car should be the one to carry them from the road so that they will learn sense. The next time they come to life, they will not mess up with people like you. You see, but listen, whatever they have done to you, whatever their offense is, God has a vision for them. And the vision of God for them is that they should not perish. They should not perish. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. 
You may not like what I'm saying because I'm sure that by now you are praying seriously and cursing somebody. No problem. You can go ahead and do that if that is your conviction. But I have come to you with the word of God. And this is what God is saying. Not willing that any, any, any should perish. Any should perish. Including the person you are cursing. God's wish is that they will not perish. They will not perish. Hallelujah. They will not perish. But have eternal life. They will not perish. Now, how can this vision come to fruition? How can it come into reality? How can people not perish? Because people are perishing. Sunday, I like a song they sang there, the youth choir. So sad dying, so sad parting to eternity. So sad parted to eternity. So sad parting as we live today. So so part as the days go by. How many really would die in Christ? Now, how can we prevent souls from perishing? This is the vision of our God. The one we claim we are serving. This is his vision. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness. But his long suffering, patient to us what? Not will, not wishing, not willing that any should perish. Not willing that any should perish. How, how, how can this come to pass? How can this materialize? The answer is in John chapter 3 verse 16. John 3 verse 16. Hallelujah. It says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever <laughs> that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. <laughs> should not perish. So his will his will his wish his plan is that people should not perish but how can they not perish how can they escape perishing they can only escape perishing by faith in Jesus it said that that whosoever believeth in him should not perish it is faith in Jesus that will prevent people from perishing it is faith in Jesus that will bring to pass the dream of God of not willing that any should perish it is faith in Jesus it's faith in Jesus if you do not have faith in Jesus you are doomed you are doomed Hallelujah. You are doomed. I think it's Acts chapter 4 verse 12. It says that neither, neither is there salvation in any other. Eh? For there is none other name under the sun given among men by whereby we must be saved. There's none other name it is only one name because in chapter 3 chapter 3 of, of Acts chapter Acts, Acts chapter 3 yes it was talking about the, 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 the man the, the lame man who was placed at the gate called beautiful okay the gate called beautiful and he was begging for money he met Peter and John 
and by the grace of God he stood to his feet when the people gathered and they were wondering what was going on then Peter stood up filled with the Holy Ghost preach he preached the word of God hallelujah he preached the word to them and he preached about Jesus do you get it? And then in verse 4, in chapter 4, verse 12, it, he was telling them that there is, he said, chapter 2, chapter, verse 12, chapter 4, he said, neither is there salvation in any other. There's no salvation in any other. He said that, for there is none other name under heaven given among men. No other name. Jesus Christ is not one of the prophets. Jesus Christ is not one of the doors through which you can go to God. They say that therefore there is none other name under heaven. Are we under heaven? Are we under heaven? It's a giving among men. There's no name among men whereby we must be saved except the name of Jesus. Oh, I tell you, I'm, I'm so excited about that. No other name. No other name. Given among men. So you see, if men will not perish, it will take these men believing in this name that has been given among men by which we must be saved. So God loved the world. He gave his only begotten son that anyone who believes in him should not perish. Believing in God is what will lead to you not perishing. Maybe you are watching me tonight and you know deep down in your heart that listen, if you die tonight, you have no hope. But listen, this is what God said. He loved you. He gave Jesus Jesus, he gave his only begotten son to die on the cross and shed his blood that if you will believe what is called perishing in hell fire will not be your portion. But ladies and gentlemen, how can they believe? Romans chapter 10 from verse 13, it says that, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But he went on to say, how shall they call upon the name of him, of him in whom they have not believed? <laughs> in other words, if they had to call on Jesus to be saved, they must believe in Jesus. Then he went on to say that, how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? It means that to believe in Jesus, for somebody to believe in Jesus so that they do not perish, that person must hear of Jesus. I said, that person must hear of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. That person must hear of Jesus. That is where you and I come in. This God can give his son, Jesus, to come and die shed his blood on the cross but if you and I don't carry this good news and tell those who have not heard then the vision of God of having everyone to come to repentance that 
vision will not and cannot be a reality. This is the reason why you must be a soul winner. That's why you must be a soul winner. Believers, by their lackadaisical attitude towards soul winning, renders useless the vision of God. Hallelujah. How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How can they believe in Jesus? God gave his son so that anybody who believes in him should not perish because his will is that he doesn't, he's not willing that any should perish. That's his vision. Nobody should perish. And for you not to perish, he has given his son so that you can believe in him. It is believing in his son that causes you to escape from perishing in hell. But this cannot come to pass if you and I, we keep quiet. Because before they believe, they must hear. Before they believe, they must hear. So when you keep your mouth shut, you have locked the vision of God. You have captured and, and, and boxed and caged the vision and the dream of God. It will take your mouth and my mouth. It will take you and I opening our mouth and talking about Jesus for men to hear. And then when they hear, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When they hear the word, faith will come alive. And when they believe in Jesus, then they will not perish. And the vision of God, the vision of God for mankind will come to pass. The vision of not willing that any should perish. Any should perish. So anytime you sit by somebody and you don't tell them about Jesus, know that you are hindering the vision of God. Yes. You are blocking the vision of God from coming to pass. Because somebody must hear. Ah, yeah. You must be a sign, but you must not be a roadblock. You must not block the road. You must, you must show the people the way. And you show the people the way by opening your mouth. Somebody must begin to speak about Jesus. You must begin to preach about Jesus. They say, Pastor, what am I going to say? I don't know. There are so many things to say about Jesus. Read your Bible. Get a tract. Read about the tract. Anything about Jesus. Read and say it to somebody. Faith comes by hearing. And no man can be saved without faith. It's not possible. It's not possible. That whosoever believeth in him, believes in him, that person, whosoever, anyone who believes, if you don't believe, you cannot escape perishing. If you don't believe, and it takes faith. And the faith comes when you and I open our mouth. 
stop being shy. Yeah, stop being ashamed. Your shyness, your being ashamed is, is curtailing, is canceling, is, is procrastinating. Do you understand? It is reducing the pace of the vision of God. Ah, yeah. The vision of God is delayed because you have refused to open your mouth to speak. Somebody is sitting by you and you are refusing to open your mouth and tell the person that Jesus loves you. <laughs> There's a story in the book about a certain Reverend Ron. When he was an unbeliever, he went, <laughs> he took his son somewhere to a certain town and they were entering a, a, a market. And as he was entering and uh, was going through the, the entrance gate, somebody was also coming and the person saw that he was coming. He also saw the person was coming and he was expecting that the person would wait. I'm sure the person was also expecting that he would wait and they would not. And the guy got angry that this person would not wait. I don't know if there's an exit gate. Maybe there was an exit gate and the guy was not using the exit gate. And he who was using the right place, the entrance gate, met this guy. So out of anger, he shouldered the guy and there were packed crates of drinks. So when he shouldered the guy, the guy went into the drinks and they splashed in the shop, broke him. You can imagine what happened to the guy. Then the guy took one of the broken bottles. He said that what nonsense. How could you have done that? And then he started throwing the, the broken bottle in front of this man. Throwing it. Then when he was trying to get to the guy, he lifted his arm to block the guy so that the guy will not strike him. And then the broken bottle went through his arm and cut the arteries. You know, the big blood cells that carry a lot of blood. When you cut it, the blood, the, the blood comes out like an open tap. Then he struck the guy again. Then the guy took another, another broken bottle. And this time he slashed his leg. Once again, the big blood cell got damaged. So you could see the, the blood coming like open tap. And the guy began to faint because he was losing blood. And then they carried him. The, the, the store owner carried him, put him in his car. And then he drove him to a hospital. When they got there, they said, no, no, this is too, this is too much. We can't handle it here. Let's take him to another hospital. And as they were going, this time they got an ambulance, put him in the ambulance. Then the paramedics, you know, paramedics joined him. Called, they called his wife. His wife came, met them, and then joined them in the, in the ambulance. As they were going, oh, I like such paramedics. As they were going, and the guy said, you see, he was losing he was losing strength gradually as they were going. And the guy told him, he, he, he told him, do you know Jesus? Oh, He said, Mr. Man, 
Losing blood. Do you know Jesus? He can help you. Jesus can help you. Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Most people will be there and be checking their medical things. They will be checking their medical things. Uh, well, this, that, that. No, no, the paramedics. Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? They said, to hell with you and your Jesus. <laughs> then the man went on. He said that he loves you. He loves you. He insulted the man. He was rude to the man. But the guy... The guy didn't take offense. He continued to say that, look, look, if you don't know him, I, I'm telling you about Jesus. He loves you. He loves you. <laughs> he loves you. Then he said that, you see, as, as he was being rude and all that, something was speaking to him inside. He said that something said to him, hey, maybe I should call on God now if they said God to help me <laughs> yes that's what he said this man became a reverend minister later yeah he said he was he was calling to, if there is a God so that he saves me the paramedic paramedic do you know Jesus he loves you he can help you Jesus can help you. Who are you telling that to? I say, who am I? Who are you telling that to? Yeah. When you get to know somebody is in a critical condition, in a, in a very terrible situation, what do you tell them? What do you tell them? What do you tell them? Take paracetamol. Take to Why don't you also ask them, do you know Jesus? <laughs> do you know Jesus? If you give the person paracetamol, or something to let the person be okay. It is only for a while. Because whether you like it or not, that person will die. What is important? Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Do you know that he loves you? Do you know that he can help you? Would you receive him now? Would you receive him now? Until they hear, they will not believe. And until they believe, they will perish. They will perish. Meanwhile, the vision of God is that not willing that any, 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 no one, no one deserves to perish. No one, no one, no one. They are perishing because you are quiet. They are perishing because you have refused to open your mouth. So they are perishing. They are perishing because you have become a dignified personality in town. Yes. Yeah. You have become a diplomat. You are the gentleman in town. You are the lady in town. And you don't talk to strangers. You don't talk to strangers. If Jesus had said that, would you have the confidence to come and sit in church and claim you are born again? Would you have that confidence to sit in church? Yeah. Why are you not talking to that, that, that person? Why? Why are you not talking to them? Why are you not asking them the same question? Do you know Jesus? Why are you not asking? You are too big to ask that question. You are too big to talk to them. You are too rich to talk to them. You are too nice to talk to them. Because people have been deceiving you that you are beautiful. You feel that I mean, a beautiful lady cannot talk to strangers. 
Jesus, Jesus didn't know you, but he came and died for you. You cannot talk to strangers. Cannot talk to strangers. And you watch them. As they go, enter the pit. And they perish. Because they didn't know Jesus. They would have known Jesus if you had opened your mouth and asked them, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? There's a song like that, huh? This is a disadvantage of not having your people at the service. How does it go? Sing it, my darling. Come and come and stand here and sing it for me. Give that volume for me. Does it live in your heart? Oh. When your life is shaking, Jesus still wants to be around. <laughs> Sing it for me, my darling. Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Does it live in your heart? <laughs> the songs, the, the words are here. Do you believe that he was born? Do you believe that he died? Do you believe your sin can be forgiven by the blood from his son? Hey, do you believe? Do you believe his love can reach you right where you are? Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Does he live in your heart? Does he live why don't you ask someone at this question? Do you know Jesus? Oh, Jesus, does it live in your heart? Sing it for me, sing it. When the song is over, when the song is over, when the music stops, when the music stops, do you know? Oh, do you know Jesus? Does it live in your heart? When your life is troubled, Jesus still wants to be, Jesus still a, wants part. To be a part. Hey. Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Does he live in your heart? Sing it. Do you believe that he was born? Do you believe that he was born? Do you believe that he died? Do you believe that he was died? Somebody is learning how to witness. By the blood from his side Do you believe this love can reach you Right where you are Do you know Jesus Does he live in your heart Clapping for Jesus. Do 
Do you know Jesus? Does he live in your heart? Do you believe that he was born? Do you believe that he died? Huh? Master, do you believe do you believe your sins can be forgiven by the blood from his side? Do you believe his love can reach you right where you are? Do you believe it? Ask them. The paramedics ask the guy, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? The man was dying. He was thinking how he can survive. Then, an agent of God, a believer, saw the signs. Even though he knew medicine, he knew there's something superior to medicine. He knew something medicine cannot do. So he went ahead and asked him, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Do you know him? Who have you been asking this question? Who have you been asking this question? Do you know Jesus? Does Jesus live in your heart? Does he live in your heart? Do you know him? Do you, do you believe he was, he was born? Do you believe that he died? Do you believe it? Do you believe that your sins can be forgiven by the blood from his side? Do you believe it? You don't know what you said. Memorize this song and tell somebody. Tell them. Tell them. That is your job. That's my job. So that the vision of God for giving his son Jesus that vision will come to pass because until they hear about Jesus they will not believe and the Bible says that but, but whosoever but whosoever believeth in him it is that person that should not perish but they cannot that whosoever cannot believe except they hear eh? except they hear how can they believe in him of whom they have not heard why are you quiet why are you not opening your mouth like the serpent and use it? Tell anyone you meet. Why? I know God is talking to somebody. Forgive me, I'm not a conventional preacher. Forgive me. But this is what God is saying to us. Why is your mouth closed? Why are you not talking? Why do you only talk when you meet your friends? Why do you only talk when you meet your friends? Why? Why? When you meet strangers that you don't know whether they are born again or not, why do you keep your mouth shut? You become an introvert on that day. The moment you meet somebody you don't know, you become an introvert. You, you cannot speak. Yes. Yeah. And you are not, you are not an agent of God. It's unfortunate that God made you to meet those people. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Yeah. All you are interested in is your business. Rather, one day I went to the West Hills Mall. As I was, I was going to buy stuff, and some young men met me. And they were coming to sell insurance to me. And I said that insurance 
insurance so if these people can dress wear jacket wear nice nice suit and tie and they will be walking in the world still small and approaching people they don't know selling insurance to them why would you not dress like this and put on a jacket and go to the world still small too and ask people do you know Jesus why wouldn't you do that they are selling insurance what would insurance do what is the effect of insurance in eternal life why would you not do that why wouldn't you do that smartly dressed gentlemen two of them smartly dressed in suit yeah white shirt beautiful tie nice haircut polished shoe and they are walking there they say excuse me sir I say hello I said, look, we want to introduce to you uh, something, 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 the insurance company, this life insurance, blah, blah, blah. And then I said, myself, what? What? The minutes they approached me and they started talking that. I said, excuse me. Excuse me. Then it struck me. How can this gentleman dress this way? Nicely, when they are coming to you, you can't even turn them away. You can't push them away. The way they are, they appear. They look so nice that at least you give them an attention. Why wouldn't you do that? And instead of selling insurance, you ask them, "Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in Jesus?" Do you believe that he, he came? Do you believe he was born? Do you believe that he died? Do you believe your sins can be forgiven by the blood from his side? Do you believe his love can reach you wherever you are? Do you know Jesus? Does he live in your heart? Can I pray with you? Yeah. In your nice suit. In your nice tie. Your polished shoe, your nice haircut, a gentleman, a lady walking there and talking to strangers. Would you do that? As you stand at the bus stop, you are waiting for the, the truck, truck to come. Or you have called Uber. You are waiting for it to come. You can see people standing there. It's like you don't want to look like a madman or a mad woman. Yeah. Yeah. I was recently talking to a lady who wanted to leave her husband. And I told her that, so would you not consider the children? She said, I'm thinking about my life. Yeah. She opened her mouth and told me that I am thinking about my life. I'm not thinking about my children. I'm thinking about my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people, that's how a lot of people are. They think about themselves. No, no, no. I don't want him to have a wrong mind about me. Yeah. And the way I'm dressed, nicely dressed, and they would think that, they, I mean, when I talk to them, he will, he will snub me. And, hey, I, I can't stand that. Hey. Hey, look at the way I've dressed nicely. Eh, pencil skirts, it's not so high heel. I mean, you are dead nice rasta. My goodness. Yeah. Nice pancake. 
You know pancake? Yes. Pancake. Nice lipstick. You are there too much. Your lip, your, 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 the, the color of your, the back of your eye, it matches, it matches your, your brows. Yes. It matches it. Purple top and then purple powder on your, so, yeah. Yeah. Yes. With lorry tie earring. Lorry tie. Earring. And you are standing there. And as you are standing there now, the way you are wearing the pencil skirt and your shape has come out, they are watching and they are admiring. How can I go and talk about Jesus, Pastor? Pastor, what do you mean? Bishop, what are you talking about? How can I go and talk about Jesus? How can I talk about Jesus? I want them to admire me. I want them to know that, yeah, they are ladies and they are ladies. And I'm one of the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. You're a disappointment to God. Yeah. It's a mistake that you are saved. Yeah. Because he thought he has an agent like you. Yeah. Who will bring to pass his vision. His vision is that he doesn't, he does not will that any should perish. Not one. Including the person who is admiring you. Approach the person. Approach the person. Why do you come to church alone? Why? Why do you come to church alone? Why? Why? Today, I'm sharing with you this. And God is speaking to you. Don't, don't harden your heart. Stop making excuses when I am preaching. Stop it. Stop it. When God is, God is speaking to you and talking to your heart, you keep on pushing the word away with excuses. Excuses. One day, there wouldn't be the need of you again. This is the time you have. Remember, that the Bible says that we must work while it is day. Yes. A night will come one day. Even this corona that has come should tell you. Yeah. Night will come one day. At a point, you cannot uh, approach anybody to preach to because of corona. Believe the word of God. It is true. It is true. Yeah. So now that you have opportunity, and you can talk. Now it has come down a bit. Eh? Let's take advantage and let's bring to pass the vision of God the vision of God that he said not willing not willing that any should perish don't forget this word though second second Peter 3 9 not willing that any should perish not willing this is God not willing his will is that none will perish none should perish nobody he does not have any expectation of anyone perishing anyone including your enemies it's, it's, it's not the will of God for them to perish so open your mouth that's all I'm saying tonight. Open that mouth of yours. Eh? And let somebody know about Jesus. Yes. You have been thinking about yourself all this while. You have been thinking about your business all this while. How far has it taken you? Now it's time to change the game plan. And the game plan. Open this mouth. And talk about Jesus. Stand to your feet. Hey, my dear, come, 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 come and play that song for me. 
Come. Come and sing this song. Come and sing this song for me. Oh, yes, Lord. 
None should perish. None should perish. None should perish. Help me to be a carrier of this mission. In the name of Jesus. Please open your mouth. Wherever you are. Talk to Jesus. Talk to God. Of your vision, that I may be a career of your vision, a career of this vision. May you not be one of the people whose mouths are always shut and are always ashamed to talk about Jesus. You are talking to Jesus. You are talking to God. A life is waiting for you. A heart is waiting for you. A soul is waiting for you. It's waiting for the day that you open your mouth. He's waiting for these questions to be asked him. Do you know Jesus? Does he live in your heart? Oh, Father, help me to be a carrier of this vision. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Maybe you are here or you are watching. And you know that deep down in your heart, you don't have a place. This man I was talking about, as he was in the as he was in the ambulance he said something like a, like smoke filled the ambulance now he couldn't see inside the ambulance all of a sudden he saw he began to see but this time it was outside the ambulance and it was like a place he knew a, an old mine site where where when when it rains and water comes they go there to swim then one day they put gasoline in the water and they lit it and the place the place went in flames he said that where he went to he saw the place like that place and he began to see his people he saw two of his brothers there and they keep shouting hey Ronnie don't come here you can't help us don't come don't move anymore step right now don't come don't move a step again they keep shouting at him, go back, go back, go back, you can't come here, go back. And he began to see them. And one after the other, he recollected the, the incident that took them, that took them into their death. And he began to say, ah, but you, we all drank, you fell into the river, we couldn't save you, and then you passed, what are you doing here? He didn't know that he was in hell. And they all kept shouting, go back. is not in your heart. 
good news for you. You can have him in your heart. It's not too late. Today, if you would listen to him and receive him and believe in Jesus, the Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that anyone who believes in him the person qualifies for eternal life. You escape this perishing in hell. Today I want to give you an opportunity to believe, believe in this man and receive him. Remember the Bible said in chapter 4 verse 12 of Acts there's no salvation in any other. There's none, there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There's none. It is only the name of Jesus. If you can hear my voice today, God is speaking to you. If you open up, he will come in and the vision of rescuing you from perishing will become a reality. Close your eyes with me. I want you to pray this prayer. If you are here like that, you can lift up your hand. I'll pray with you. If you are watching by Facebook, I want you to say this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you tonight. I have heard your word. I have heard your word. You love me. You love me so much. So much. That you sent Jesus. That you sent Jesus. To die. To die. For me. For me. I am a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I don't deserve you. I don't deserve and yet you love me. And yet you love me. Because your word says. Because your word says. While I was a sinner. While I was a or sinner. while I am a sinner. While you sent your son. You sent your son to die. Die for me. For me. Tonight. 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 I receive your son. I receive your son. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. As my Lord. As my Lord. As my Savior. As my Savior. As my Redeemer. As my Redeemer. Tonight. Tonight. I surrender. I surrender. My life. My life. To your son. To your son. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. From tonight. From tonight. Father. Father. I confess. I confess. I give my life. I give my life. To you. To you. From tonight, from tonight, I believe, I believe, with all my heart, with all my heart, that Jesus, that Jesus, died for my sins, died for my sins. Tonight, tonight, I thank you, I thank you for saving me, for saving me. Thank you, thank you for sending, for sending your only begotten, son only begotten son to rescue my to life, to rescue my life from perishing, from perishing. I am grateful, I'm grateful for saving me, for saving me in the name, in the name of Jesus, of Jesus. Father, thank you for every life that surrendered to you tonight. I thank you for every soul that heard your word tonight. I pray in the name of Jesus. Even those who did not see this prayer but need you. Holy Spirit, keep speaking to them. May this word, as they have heard, never leave their heart in the name of Jesus let this word hunt them until they surrender to your lordship father in the name of Jesus the grace that brought them made them surrender let that same grace preserve them I thank you I bless you tonight
Jesus precious name and let me hear a believer shout a big amen God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.